Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Carmen Milagro. I'm your host of From the Ground Up, as well as a CBD educator, the founder at Davina Skincare's Hemp CBD Premium Line, and the author of The Truths About Hemp CBD, a guidebook for curious folks. So what we like to talk about on the show is successful transformation in your business, in your life, and what are some of the the nuggets of wisdom and the advice that our guests are able to share with you so that it can resonate and connect with how you're living your life. We know that, you know, you try the best every day to live your best life. That's the assumption that I'm going with. But how do you do that from the ground up and from the inside out? Well, that's what we're going to discover. This, we're on a quest on this show to learn from as many people as possible on how they have their life structured to be the most successful and the most fulfilled that they can possibly be. So we will talk about things like, you know, working from home health strategies, business strategies, uh, all of it. It's all a part of that package for your wellness, for your spirit, and your soul. Now, today's guest really, really is super exciting for me to have her here because she is a master coach from Ontario, Canada. She's been recently recognized as uh, one of the top professionals as the coach of the decade. She, like many women, Coach C, as she's known to many of us, um, she wears several different hats and she wears them well. She's an, a trusted mentor and a coach. She's an elite international speaker. She's an entrepreneur, an investor, a consultant, and she's an expert on the business of cultural transformations. She's also a proud mom to three talented children, and she's an avid hockey player. Yes, you heard me right. She's an avid hockey player. So I'm going to bring her on without any further ado, Coach Christine Nielsen. Welcome to the show, Christine. How are you? I'm great, Carmen. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction that you gave me. The avid hockey player makes me chuckle because there is a hockey rink in my backyard, which is just outside of my office here. Uh, and I was on the ice on Sunday. It was a little slushy, but I was there. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that to me sort of speaks to, right, like diving right into the topic of wellness and, and taking care of your spirit and your body and, and your soul. But before we do that, um, do you mind sharing with us a little bit of your backstory? You know, who was Coach C when she was 20 versus who she oh, is God. now? <laughs> oh, God. So uh, let's just like, let's dive into that and unravel it. And uh, yeah. many people look at how, you know, how did I become the CEO of a consulting, an international consulting company? And what is a coach-based approach to consulting? And I have actually been doing coach-based consulting for over 27 years. And so I, I am a master coach, but I use our coaching as a tool for consulting our clients and our businesses. And I didn't wake up one day and, you know, decide, oh, I'm going to be a coach. I was actually in the pharmaceutical industry in my 20s. But before I got there, there's a whole backstory to that. So I'll start in the middle and then I'm going to go back and then I'm going to fast forward you. Okay. 
So in my 20s, I was a train wreck. And when I say train wreck, my nickname was Hurricane Christine. <laughs> I was a force to be reckoned with in that I, I knew that I, was, I, wanted, I wanted to make an impact in the world. I wanted to light it up and light it on fire, as many of your listeners probably do. And I didn't know how I was going to do that. So I started my career in pharmaceutical sales and they hired this person who was a transformational coach and everybody else was sitting there going, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Well, I had risen to the company fairly quickly. I was exceptionally young on the team. I was the youngest member of the entire team. And by the time I was 22, I was the, one of the top reps in, in our, on the team. And so I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this guy and I went, oh, this isn't my chair, that's my seat, that's my purpose in life. How do I go do that? And so at 22, I made the uh, choice, I went to him and I said, how do I, what is this transformational coaching? Cause you don't learn about, then you didn't learn about it in university. Now right. there are actually programs for coaching and designations for coaching, some of which I have written. Uh, I partnered with uh, senior leaders to help write the roads uh, programs and things like that in, in, in universities. So I have a lot of history in this and I didn't just wake up one day and become a coach because I was doing something else and I thought, oh, I'll just try this thing on. That's, it's been my life's journey and my life's work, which is also why those awards, you know, coach of the decade, because I am, I'm masterful at this stuff, right? But before that and making that transition into being an entrepreneur, I, um, I was, when I say it was messy and I was a train wreck, it was really because who I was being in my life was someone who was going to prove themselves. I'll show you. Sure. And left to my own devices. And when that was undistinguished, I'll show you created a lot of trouble, a lot of patterns of behavior that were getting in the way. And so becoming a transformational coach, I had to go through my own levels of transformation. Sure. And I had to start with looking at, well, what, what were the decisions that I had made as a child that got me here that are now getting in the way? So sometimes those that, you know, forced to be reckoned with, it gets you to one level and then it totally bites you in the butt because it completely is bankrupt as a strategy for success. Sure. And I had to unravel that. And that's where I'll take you back. So I didn't, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I came from uh, a small uh, city in Canada. It's called Kingston, Ontario. It's halfway between Toronto and Montreal. And I, my parents were very young when they had me, they were babies raising babies. And so got married at 19, had me at 20, divorced at 22. And so there was always something in my world and you add red hair on top of that. And when I was growing up, it wasn't popular. It wasn't cool like it is today. Having red hair today is actually, you know, unique and different, but it wasn't then. So I was immediately, by the time I was, you know, 11 years old, I had moved eight times, sorry, seven times and gone to eight different schools. So there was a lot of challenges that throughout that period of my life that weren't necessarily all that fun. Right. And there was a lot of ways that I had to kind of, master who I was going to become and create, I'm sorry, you're hearing background noise because I forgot to tell my children that they, I'm recording. So <laughs> I apologize. Anyway, so back, long story short, 
I had to really figure a lot of things out in a very turbulent time and become fairly resilient. So that was that I'll show you, I'll prove it to you. I was going to show my parents that I'm, I'm worthy and I'm lovable and I'm all of these things, except then sure. it kind of got completely in the way as a, as a winning strategy or a way of being where I, the more I, the more I accomplished. So I was the first person in my family to graduate in university. I had a, a higher paying job in my first job than my dad did when he retired. The more I accomplished, the higher education, the more I, I did, the less fulfilled and satisfied I was until I did that where I met that transformational coach and this light bulb went off and I was, I was awakened to the fact that I, actually, I don't have to be so forceful. Right. And I don't have to defend and protect every absolutely everything in my life. Right. So that was the beginning of a 27-year career in transformational consulting. Wow. And what's fascinating to me as I was listening to you is it, it touches on so many different things about balance, right? Because we need that drive and we need that passion or that purpose to, to propel us to what we want to accomplish. But at the same time, I think this is why this conversation is so important and critical is how do you temper that so that you don't burn out? Because we are looking at a lot of these different things, especially in the last couple of years, as we have seen the world completely change. You know, there's so many different forms of imbalance in our life if we if we could kind of go in that direction mm -hmm. um, what do you feel that are the like the top three things to to sort of center us whether you're working from home or you're an entrepreneur you know you're used to being on the road you're used to being on stages all over the world and then it comes to a halt how do you regain your balance yeah well I, one i i actually really I love the word you chose called regain your balance. There is never going back ever. So there isn't, this is one of our strategies that we coach and work with our clients on. When we're trying to get back to something, it's past based. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get to an experience or a feeling that we once had. And it's a bit of a myth in terms of if we have an experience that we're trying to recreate, that means we're putting our past into our present and into our future. So one strategy that we work on is who am I being today and what is it that is really important to me right now? So if balance is missing, if balance is off, what's the source? What's the cause of that balance? And what do I really want? So we come at it from a future-based perspective in where, what is the future that's informing my today as opposed to how do I get back to what I had that I feel? Because our brains are always responding to loss, less, and never. And if we're responding to I've lost something, I've lost balance, I've lost control, I've lost the plot, I've lost energy, I've lost whatever the loss is, then we're we're responding to a loss that we're trying to recreate, which then we get more of the same. Sorry, let me just tell my children I'm actually on live right now. So bear with me a second. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. But this, this is so, this is such a great, you know, this is where we are. This is this working is from home, home, right? The kids are home, yes. we're working from 
from home. They're on a break. They, I didn't put the sign up to let them know I'm recording and that we're live. And right. so let's talk about that because you said regain balance. And I say reclaim the present. I Being love that better. The present <laughs> moment, which yes. means including it all and not having judgment and assessment on what's going on. Because right. right. we're so, Absolutely. we're often very busy. The friction in our lives is often because we're judging, assessing something, and we have an opinion that it shouldn't be the way that it is. I see, I'm learning as we're just diving into this conversation. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to play this back and remind myself. But, you know, let, let's talk about what we do for when we have this ability to recognize what you said. We're, we're building on the present, you know, going forward to the future instead of looking back. Um, what are some of the tips that mm -hmm. keep you in this place? Like, let's let's talk about, can you share with us like maybe three business strategies and then three health and wellness strategies, because to, in my mind, all of that goes hand in hand. Right. Well, in a lot of our work, a lot of our leaders that we work with and a lot of our clients, it is an integrated process. So it's not your you're one way in business and then you're one way in your personal life. Actually, you're constantly crossing over and and intertwined and, you know, the kids are home and all of this stuff is happening. And right now it's happening in a microscope or a Petri dish. It's like happening constantly all day long. So and on Zoom and on Zoom <laughs> and on Zoom. So I let's start with the actual our daily practices that set us up that inform who we're going to be. So setting daily intentions. But before we even do that, we start with, you know, my morning routine is critical. So I start with breath work, a glass of water, okay, with lemon juice in it. So I'm rehydrating right after, right off the get-go, okay? A practice people forget to do is like do one accomplishment before anything else. So how I have my breath work. I do my morning meditation anywhere between five minutes and 25 minutes for morning meditation, depending on the day of the week. If it's a hair wash day, it's a five-minute meditation day, right? So and then I set my daily intention. And what is it that I intend for the day? So that will, and are my actions aligned with that intention? So those are practices. So physical exercise, stretching, breathing, setting an intention, hydration. Those are all things that, that come with the first 45 minutes of the day, setting it up. Right. And so that's the wellness, that's the first part of the wellness journey, right? And then the business strategy actually falls out of that. We do the exact same practice for the intention setting in our business. And what is it that we intend to accomplish? What will the intended outcome be? And who will I choose to be in the conversations I have all day long? Because right now it's conversations on Zoom. When, in, you know, when we're back, it's conversations in person. So there's more of an experience to that. But really, we're just talking all day long. Right. We're talking. And so if we're talking all day long, did we put practices in place where we have some creativity time? When is your best creativity time? So knowing yourself, knowing when you're at your optimal performance. So for me, it's morning. I'm, I'm a morning person. At two o'clock in the afternoon, my energy wanes. So I need to be with other people so that I can get refueled. So knowing who you are is one of the most critical things. 
Then you ask me for my top three business strategies. So that's the first one is setting your intentions and your outcomes. The second one is who's your support system in your business and your personal life. So in our team at Contrast, my partners, we do, we do a, a stand up, we set our intentions. So we do that together. So then you have the energy of the entire team working on an aligned operating practice. So alignment is big, the people that you surround yourself with. So who are the people in your business that are going to help you accomplish what it is that you're up for? And, and are they aligned with that, the goals, the future, the vision that you have? Because if they aren't, what typically happens is it becomes very hard. Sure. And toxic at times. And it can get very toxic. And so that's, the, but the structures for fulfillment and the most important, and if my team is listening, I love you all, but you all know the most important person on our team is actually my, our caregiver. We have a, we have a caregiver at home to help me with my kids. Because if anything is off at home, then nothing's working. Right. 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 So structures for fulfillment are a big deal for me. And you and I had talked a little bit about this concept of the sandwich generation, where you have people working from home, they've got kids, they're schooling online, and they may have a parent that they're also caring for. Exactly. Those pressures in and of themselves create a, just a plethora of challenges. So if you do some of the personal things and they don't have to be hard, journaling might be another one. You know, there's so many that we use. They don't have to be difficult, but if you start keeping a routine practice that generates who you're going to be every day, it helps you when you're managing all of that stuff. Right. And Did I answer your question? Yes. Per, oh, beautifully. So thank you so much. Again, I'm continuously learning. So I really appreciate, you know, just all this insight. And, I, and I'm sure everyone watching is also going, it, it's, it resonates. It definitely, I think, you know, different things are going to resonate for different people. Where, they, where are they in their life? That sort of thing. But one of the things that I was really starting to think about just as you were speaking is all of these things that we deal with, you know, like caring for parents and caring for your children and starting a business or managing a business, there are some ramifications physically for the body. And you know, that's sort of my area that I go into. That was, that's one of the purposes that I feel is, is what my life is about is to help people, you know, through some of this process but what are some of the things that you do for yourself physically to, to keep you, you know, operating at your optimum level? Well, let's actually, so I do intermittent fasting. So that's just me. That's like, that's like the dietary stuff, but that water, that glass of water and the 20 cups of, I mean, I mean the two cups of cappuccino. No, I do. <laughs> I, have, I have a bit of cappuccino habit, but so the dietary things are important and fueling your body and knowing how, how to optimize your brain fuel. So when, and there's peaks and valleys in that performance. So you have to be very conscious. We call it consciousness in my daily practices. And I don't diet. I, I, I don't do any of those things. I don't withhold sugar or withhold foods from myself. I, I'm not someone who will ever do that. That's not the way I'm personally wired. For some people that works very powerfully. Well, let's just talk about the daily, okay? So ergonomics. I happen to be, so we mentioned hockey and I have a very bad neck injury. And um, in 2018, I had my fifth concussion 
And it also was joined by playing hockey. I got slew foot and it was a, a Friday morning women's rec league. And I was doing this tight turn and I lights out. Um, so it actually affected my, my brain in ways where words weren't coming out of my mouth and it impacted my memory, but it also has a very, I have a very bad neck injury and my neck injury started from um, hockey first neck injury at 14, you know, car accidents throughout periods of time. So that's where it's also the place where I hold stress. Yes. So, and you've seen this because when we were in, we were um, together in Florida in December yes. at Mega yes. Success and I'm constantly doing this, right? If I do that, you can probably even hear a clicking noise, right? Yes. I, can, I can make all kinds of unhappy noises. So things that make me solve those challenges. So you created this product called Soothe and it's an herbal massage serum. So when I'm sitting on hours of Zoom and I know my ergonomics are bad, so when I stand up, I put the desk up, right. having a stand yep. up, sit down situation, using an exercise ball instead of a chair to yep. balance your abs, to strengthen your core. Those are, these are little small things that don't take, that don't require hours of time in the gym, right? Because I don't have hours of time, but I, I do rub this on here all day long. So when I'm having problems, I do that. And right now I am having a problem. <laughs> um, it's because I, this morning I didn't monitor and stay awake to normally have a little, uh, I have a little cube. So this is a habit is a little practice. So I set my cube and my timer for when I need to move. Ah, right. Okay. Because I will get in conversations. So engrossed in conversations and I'll forget. Right. And so if I set my cube and the little timer goes off, it means, oh, you're sitting down too long. No wonder your glutes hurt. No wonder your bum hurts, right? right? Those or are we things- we start slouching, right? We start doing that. Yeah. Or we're leaning the, the actual, and this is the worst. This heads down thing that we do on our phones, it's the worst. We're, we're, we're developing this growth hump in our necks. And I see myself on stage. So I have to stand up practice breathing, pull in my abs, put my neck and my shoulders back and do neck exercises. So yeah. these are things that are simple things that work for me. And depending on your body, you got to figure it out. What is your thing in your body? So it's also, you know, when my, when my glutes get tight, I have a thing underneath my desk that I have a little cycle. So I cycle sometimes. So I'm moving. I also have a little thing where I'm stretching out my, my legs and I'm in a suit. Nobody would ever know. Right. But you have to be awake to what's going on. So it starts with consciousness. Right. That's wonderful. Thank Those are so many tips right there. I have so many. <laughs> this is great. This is this is what I love about doing these these discussions because you know there's something I know some I used to work in ergonomics. I used to work for a company that designed the stand-up furniture way back in, okay, I'm going to date myself, way back during the dot-com boom in, in California. It was this whole revision of how you worked, you know, yes. in offices, right? And now we bring it back home, which is really interesting that I, that's one of the things that I had forgotten. I do have my little cycle. I have, I'm, I still am unpacking. So now I'm going to go find it because yep. I've forgotten that I have it. So thank you. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you for the reminder. You know, when you're just responding to email, move your legs. Right. Exactly. Stand up to do it. Right. Yeah. Refresh your brain. Like it's like, you know, if you could find the reset button in your brain, yes. what does it look like? And what would you do with it? Well, the first part is like the reset button is designed. It's there. It is there, but it requires being conscious to what's going on 
now. Right. Right. It's knowing yourself, knowing your body. Yeah. And I think this is why these conversations are also so important is because a lot of times, and maybe, you know, in my experience, um, what I've seen in these conversations and a lot of these interviews is I feel like we as women, and I am going to go there for just yeah. a minute, but for we sure. as women seem to have a much more comfortable conversation about these things, about taking care of yourself, your spirit, your body. Whereas many times I feel like it's, it's a, almost like a foreign concept with men, you know, some men, not all. Women, I think there, I think that's shifting to a very big degree. I think women are more conscious to it because we, we do actually kind of hold more, right? So we are more of in a, in a role where we're responsible and accountable for a lot more of the nurturing and we're more conscious to it in with, with a lot of our male clients and female clients, they sometimes the starting point is they know that there's something that they need to attend to, but they don't know how to ask. Right. Right. And so once they start though, it's amazing. It opens it's up. Amazing. It opens up like, well, what are their, what are their health goals? What are their, what are their weight loss goals? What about sleeping? So we look at all, even though I'm a business transformational coach, some of the conversations I have with my clients are how much sleep are you getting? And are you hydrated? Right. Right. And like basic building like, blocks. On a, on a scale of one to 10, what's your temperament like today? Are you frustrated, grumpy, happy, sad, excited? You know, is it feeling like Groundhog Day? Like getting in touch with your feelings. Men and women, women actually think we're in touch with our feelings, but then you ask them, oh, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Oh, really? You're fine. You got 10 million things going on. You mm -hmm. woke up at three o'clock in the morning and you couldn't fall back asleep. You had to get up to get ready for to online school your children. And you are working on a report that is due on the desk or you're working on a client proposal that's due on the desk by three o'clock. How are you fine? <laughs> right? Like this that's is so true. That's the pandemic. They were all walking around pretending we're fine. We're not fine. There is nothing fine about this. What we want to do is start to own that and go, what, well, what does fine actually mean? It means effed up, insecure, neurotic episode. <laughs> Next time someone says to you, I'm fine, say, would you like a straight jacket, a padded room, or something to cry on? How can I help? <laughs> That's great. That's great. And here's the other thing, too. Humor. Humor is so important for how we... the plot. <laughs> Right. We're so, we take ourselves so seriously. It's Not on this show, clearly. It's like, it's, it's, it's hard. No, it's actually funny. You're you're living a sitcom. What yeah. character are you being right now? My life is a sitcom. If people, if somebody followed me around with a video camera, it could, it could be like, I don't know what sitcom, right? But it's funny. <laughs> But that's so great to acknowledge that in ourselves. You know, I mean, you know, just even things like, what am I going to wear for this interview today? And I right. thought, all I have to worry about is the top part. Right. It doesn't matter if I'm wearing a skirt or my sweats. I'm actually glad you brought that up because I am someone in the last three years who gets up every day, gets dressed, puts my makeup on and does my hair. Uh -huh. I wear sweats to work. 
and I do wear slippers uh -huh. sometimes, but I have my heels or a pair of shoes right. if I want them. Right. And I wear slippers because my office is cold and it's just comfortable and it, it's okay. I think maybe it, we could, if we ever do go back into the office, I might wear, start a work to wear slippers or running shoes in the office because it just feels good. But that's another story. But intentionally dressing, choosing clothes that make you feel awesome. Mm -hmm. I, it's the living in Toronto, the days are, are a lot shorter right now, the daylight. So we don't get as much sun. It's dark all the time. And so it, and it's gray. Like today it's January and it's January gray. So everybody talk, used to talk about the January blues and the February blahs, blah, blah, blah. Well, now everybody's talking about mental health and ways to, you know, depression, serious depression. Yes. And oh. so if you, if you feel those things are going on, there are things you can do. Light, light therapy, touch therapy, sound therapy. We launched a program, a product in the pandemic called Brain Tap Coach. So Brain Tap Coach is, a, is actually an active meditation tool where you put a headset on and it's light therapy, binaural sounds, yes. uh, guided meditation that rewires and resets your brain to help you combat things like sleeplessness, high levels of anxiety, stress, uh, smoking cessation, stop like not having to pick up bad habits. Right. right. I'm actually familiar with that. Some of my my colleagues that are actually working with me and they like what the serum mm -hmm. does, they are in this space. So I'm by, you know, just by being around them, I'm learning a lot about red light therapy, you know, all of these different things that I didn't know. So knowing that we have these tools to help us get yeah. to that good place. I think it's yeah. a one. It's a wonderful new world for me. I'm very excited about all this. You know what the tool we've always had and we don't use? There's two of them. Okay, I'm ready. Telling someone where you're at, how you feel, and listening when someone needs to be heard. Yes. We yes. just need to listen more and speak up. Breathing is also very important, but we have the opportunity to tell the truth instead of saying, I'm fine. Say, you know what? I, I, I'm feeling a little off today or I'm really excited. I'm a bit anxious, but I'm excited. Right. Right. Or I'm feeling like this is never going to end. <laughs> I have those moments for sure. Right? What, no, great. it is important. Um, yes, yeah, some of, again, some of the colleagues in this wellness space mm -hmm. that I have been really fortunate to, to meet and to talk about, you know, and, and let them know what I've created and yada, yada, yada. I'm learning so much about that. And I do have someone which I did not have for years. I just thought, well, they don't want to hear about my problems. You know, they, they I don't want to burden my friend or my colleague. Right. And then we discovered, oh, wow, guess what? We all need that. So that's a great point. Thank you. This has been so incredible. I know you've got a busy schedule. I appreciate you, you know, fitting us in. So um, two things. I thought if you could sort of wrap this up with your, your wisdom, your, one of your, you know, your Christinisms. And then also, how do people connect with you and learn more about what you do? And if they're looking for your services, you know, how do they find you? 
Uh, so the first part in the Christinisms, I, there's a lot of stuff that I say that I, you know, and practices that I do. But I think if, if you're someone who is at home and you're curious about, you know, the biggest gift I could give you today is create a future bigger than the one you think you can step into and then step into it. Ooh, the, best, the best way out of a rut or feeling down or blue is through it, but it has to be with a future that is big enough to motivate you to go go after it. And it has to be connected to your purpose. If it's not a part of you, you will never do it. So that's why people, it's actually, we're coming close to the part where everybody who made New Year's resolutions don't make New Year's resolutions. Make an opportunity and intention of a daily resolve. Today, who am I going to be? What best version of myself can I make? And if you really want to get underneath it and you're really stuck, go be of service. It is very difficult to be concerned about you when your attention is on making an impact with another. It doesn't matter what that service is, be of service. And we need, we, that will get you connected and out of any rut. And oh, so that would be like the biggest piece that I, that I would say right now. And then uh, how to contact me, you can reach me uh, Instagram, it's Coach C Official. Our company is Contrast Results Group. We're everywhere. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram mostly. Yes, we're on TikTok a little bit. It's not my favorite place yet, but I did listen and I'm taking some advice from my coach. So we'll get there. <laughs> but Christine Nielsen, N-I-E-L-S-E-N, Coach C Official, and uh, I'm pretty easy to find. Contrast Results is our company. Oh my gosh, thank you. This has been so illuminating and reinforcing a lot of what I already believe, but I learned so many new things. So thank you for, for me personally. And then I think everyone watching is going to get some amazing results and amazing, just what I like to think that the show does for people is it gives them a place to just sort of open up their mind for the new you. Yep. And they're just, they're learning, we're all learning together. So thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. An absolute pleasure. And keep making this amazing Soothe uh, herbal oil. I do find it very helpful. And I've been putting it on my husband. He is a, is a pinched nerve in his, in his C, one of his spine, in his spine. So I've been dabbing him too. So, you know, when you find a solution, share it with a friend, let people know that you got something that works. Don't hold on to it. Be greedy about that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Carmen. Thank you so Bye. much. I really appreciate it. Bye-bye. And that is that is the end of a very special interview with Miss Christine Nielsen, Coach C. Please make sure to like and comment on the information below. And we're going to put her information below as well. So you can contact her through that methodology. Um, that's about it for today. I really appreciate your attention and your time. I don't know about you, but I learned so many new just attitudes and, and you know, just simple things to do to, to help me and hopefully help you get on this path where we know we need to be. Sometimes we just need a little help. Coach C was the one that gave us that help today. So with that, um, as I've said before, and we said it again today, you know, the, the transformation of your 
being and the transformation of your business, it all goes hand in hand. And this is where we find out some nuggets and wisdoms and advice that we shouldn't take for granted. Until next time, I'm Carmen Milagro. This has been From the Ground Up, and I'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.